Hello and welcome to this Radian On Air podcast. I'm Jeff Engel, Director of Learning Services at Radian. I'm here today with Angela Capone, Radian's Senior Vice President of Field Sales. Angela, I'm so happy we were finally able to make this happen. Welcome. Well, thanks so much, Jeff. I appreciate the opportunity to spend some time with you today. Thanks, Angela. So it is June, uh, which means we are celebrating National Home Ownership Month. Each year, we observe this month by reflecting on the benefits of owning a home and the importance of expanding home ownership. That's why today I want to focus on the future of home ownership and understanding the next generation of home buyers. So let's start with a little background. Angela, what do we know about the Gen Z and Gen Y home buyers? Well, there's a lot to know, and still we have a lot to learn. But what we do know is that the younger buyers are changing the landscape of home buying and the real estate industry in general. The process of buying a home, the way they use technology, social media, even how we market to them, everything has changed over the past decade and actually continues to change. But when I think about those two generations specifically, there's actually a larger divide within those groups. It's not Gen Z or Gen Y, also known as millennial generation. But each of these generations have large age gaps within each, which could create different types of buying profiles. Okay, so now we have subgroups within generations. Um, Is this just to make it a little bit more confusing for us? Well, let's think about it, right? Millennials are born from 1981 to 1996 or so, right? And Gen Z is from around 1997 through 2012. I don't think either one of us or our listeners know anyone that's 10 years old that's buying a home. (laughs) So it's more than just a generation, but it's a completely different trend when it comes to home ownership. The older millennial group has, in many cases, already entered into the home ownership world, whereas those that are close to that 1990 year may just be entering now. However, we are seeing that the younger millennial range may be more risk adverse than the older millennial group causing them to have less student debt issues, you know, better credit, and overall better opportunities uh, to actually purchase a home. Wow, so it's actually the opposite of what I would have expected, but I guess things like the subprime mortgage bubble, uh, the burst that we all, many of us witnessed many years ago, uh, among other things, you know, may have caused that lasting impression for some changing the overall approach of spending versus saving. What about the Gen Z market? Yeah, well, you know, as I mentioned before, half of that generation isn't even old enough to buy a home, but there's still over 30 million that are over 18. I mean, that's 30 million, meaning that they are coming into the market soon. So recent studies show that by 2023, the Gen Z population will make up around 30% of the total U.S. workforce. (laughs) So loan originators out there need to be prepared. And how do they approach and connect with this particular generation? You know, it will look different than how they approach the millennium generation. But my guess is, yes, it could look quite different. In fact, when we look at the millennial group, I think a very important item to note is that the LO should be cautious in lumping younger and older millennium groups together. Their mindsets, their motivations, you know, they could be quite different. And... Just as we discussed, the older millennial group may have more student debt, which might cause a more cautious mindset. Motivations may include larger homes for their family, 
You know, older Gen Ys may be larger share of home buyers in recent years, but that could change dramatically over the next few years. It's so interesting to see how many nuances and differences there are just between those in pretty similar age range. What other trends are you seeing or hearing about within the different generations? Well, you know, a lot has to do with the households themselves. So um, the Gen Y millennials show great differences between the younger and older groups. There are more single buyers in the younger age group. Almost 70% of the older Gen Y buyers are married compared to 50% married for younger Gen Y buyers. As our listeners know, single income loans may pose some qualification issues, um, especially as home prices continue to stay high. Another huge difference in families with children, right? So over 70% of the younger Gen Y group have no children compared to only 39% of the older Gen Y group having children. You know, this could change the motivation to the type of home someone is looking to buy or that can even afford. And does the same hold true for the Gen Z? Well, that's a good question. So from what we are seeing, most members of the Gen Z are not thinking about marriage and children just yet. But one of the notable trends we do see in Gen Z is much more diverse than the previous generation. This could make huge strides in leveling the homeownership wealth gap that we discuss so frequently. Reports are also showing that the Gen Z population is more frugal and they have a you know, better understanding that home ownership is a great way to build you know, personal wealth. So I'll go, kind of go back to my previous comments about how a loan originator might connect with these groups. It's not really the same. We can see major differences in the approach to home ownership and everyone in the sales world, you know, they need to be flexible and they have to adopt to these changes. That's great info. And can you talk a little bit about the buying profile for these groups, you know, primarily the Gen Y millennials, because there's more research connected to it. Things like down payment, are they saving? How much is this impacting the approach for an LO? Oh, those are all great questions. Um, What we can see from the millennial groups is that they are not putting a lot of money down. Younger Gen Ys are putting an average of uh, around 6%. And 17% made no down payment at all. And for those that did make a down payment, most are drawing from savings. So that's interesting too, at least they're saving money, right? I'm also happy to hear that many of them are aware that 20% down is not required. It's unfortunate that so many still think that is required, but it's great to see more using lower down payment programs to help them get into a home. It also tells me that affordable housing is more important now than ever. No matter the generation, there needs to be homes that people can afford. I will say this to all of our listeners. Keep educating your customers and prospective buyers on down payment requirements. You know, all generations need to understand there are so many options out there that can help them get into a home and where they can just start to build their wealth. Agreed. And for our listeners, definitely check out our other podcasts that discuss affordable housing options. It can't be ignored how important it is to educate the consumers on this. And before we wrap, let's pivot for a second and let's talk a little bit about technology and how that influences these prospective buyers. What is the difference? To put it simply, loan officers need to be connected with a digital presence and a savvy marketing plan to connect to both of these generations. Gen Z, was born into a world of technology 
24-7 access, we see it every day. Easy connection and faster processes. But both generations, when studied, have short attention spans. So LOs need to understand that when making a marketing plan you know, for them, a long email or a 60-second voicemail is probably going to get deleted. So they really need to think ahead of time of how they are going to message with these two generations. Uh, Angela, can you repeat that? I wasn't paying attention. No. Sorry. No, no, I'm, no. I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. Um, I'm actually not in the millennial. I'm just outside of that millennial group. But, um, but kidding aside, um, what about the technology that's being used to buy homes? I know that's changed quite a bit over the years. Yeah, so, it, I mean, as we all know, it's constantly changing. And when polled, most buyers in these generations want to see easy-to-use technology. They want to see virtual floor plans, 3D options, and then they want that smooth digital process, you know, this digital mortgage process. So if your company has technology, let your buyers know. It could really separate you from others in your field. And then beyond that, celebrate the successes you've had with the customers by using technology like social media. Let the world know the big wins and the special steps you may have taken to create a smooth process for your borrowers. Five-star reviews will go a long way in the digital world, so don't be shy in sharing them. Absolutely. Uh, so we talk about crystal balls occasionally uh, in our podcasts, um, but we don't have any crystal ball to, to forecast anything, but research does help a lot, right? And it helps us identify what could be coming. From your perspective, someone who has been in sales, seen the ups and downs, what do you think happens next? Well, it's hard to say, you know, I don't have a crystal ball either. Um, but, you know, I've read things, publications, papers, you know, things could drop off. Um, you know, we've got rate increases happening. But what we do know are both of these generations are getting ready to buy, and we really can't ignore that. Almost 50% of polled Gen Zs are saying that they're saving for a home and do have plans to buy, at least by 2026. We also saw a huge year-over-year -year increase of younger Gen Y buyers from early 2021 to early 2022. Big picture for our listeners, understanding the characteristics, the behaviors, and the buying trends of Gen Z and younger Gen Y millennials can really help loan originators make informed decisions you know, about how they reach and work with the next generation of home buyers. This generation is going to have a major impact on the real estate and mortgage industry in general, so everyone needs to be ready. All right, Angela, you are amazing. I appreciate you taking the time to talk us through this. Hopefully our listeners really see the importance of these generations now and, and into the future. For our listeners, as Angela mentioned earlier, five-star reviews go a long way. So if you can, give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, share, whatever you might want to do. Angela, again, appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. It's a good discussion topic, one where we can really help our listeners connect with these two generations. Um, after all, they are the future homebuyers over the next several years. Absolutely. Thanks again, Angela.